Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back. It is another episode of Opticians. Unhinged. I'm Iris. And Lucia. And Lucia. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, if you guys have come back after uh, our last super long episode, um, when it we chatted, fun. the the sexy glasses episode, yeah. Oh yeah. Even after editing, so I cut I cut out as much stuff that I didn't think was relevant, except most of the conversation was relevant. So I think our final edit was like an hour and nine minutes. But you know what? <laughs> That's okay. Um, it was a completely ad-libbed episode, and that just goes to show why Lucia and I used to love working together. So, <laughs> so today, I decided that we're going to talk about whether or not commission belongs on the optical floor. Uh, and you know, what's really crazy is in part of my research for all of this, um, there were some thread boards uh, and discussions on multiple different places. I think there's something called like Opti board somewhere. I think I saw uh, a blog on vision web. I didn't even know vision web had blogs, but a lot of, a lot of the, the articles that I found were really, really old, which goes to tell me that now it's become so normalized that nobody talks about it. But that doesn't mean that it's a good thing to not talk about it. Okay, normalize what part? Like not getting commission or getting commission? So, um, I've never gotten commission for optical. What about when you worked at our big box? Okay. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let's, I think we need to chat about something here. All right, get me with it. So, (laughs) glasses are not a very high item price when it comes to the commission world. Wait, 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 wait. wait. When you say glasses, are you just talking about the frame, the lenses, everything? The whole thing. The whole whole thing. All right, go. So, I have worked in many commission based jobs. And glasses the least expensive of all of them. Okay. So with that said, I think if you're talking commission, you should be talking something that's actually noticeable in your paycheck. Not this because the big box optical that I worked at, they gave you like a stupid percent commission, like 1% for this and 2% for that. Which is pennies on the dollar. I don't even count that as commission. Mm-mm. No, I don't think that that's that was an insult. But for some of the some of my other people that still work at that big box, they'll tell you that their commission is a large portion of their paychecks. Well, yeah, but you have to pay so uh, you you have to sell very specific items. That oh are not yeah, necessarily the best for the patient for it to even make a dent on your paycheck. So that particular big box optical, right? That particular big box optical, your highest paid commissions were on 
the items that they got their better reimbursements for, except the better reimbursement products were usually crap. And I am not in the business of selling you crap just because exactly. it's supposed to better my bottom line, which yeah. is the whole purpose for today's discussion, <laughs> because I think commissions are bad for business. I, I feel that, okay, it is 2023 in the United States. This is where we are. Okay. The inflation is the highest it's ever been. And mm -hmm. the wages are, I don't want to say the lowest that they've ever been, but compared to the cost of living, the wages are not keeping up. Okay. So I feel that a lot of these businesses, all right, let me correct that. The wages, if you are applying for a brand new job, are trying to keep up with the inflation in order to attract new employees. However, if you work for Big Box Optical and you're loyal to your company, which in 2023 oh, yeah. you shouldn't be, um, they're not going to be able to get your wages where they're supposed to be because I think that in these Big Box Opticals, they see it as, oh, you want more money? Sell more stuff. Let your commission pay you. I cannot rely on my commission. I want to rely on knowing what my paycheck is going to look like on a weekly or biweekly basis, right? So I feel that a lot of these companies are actually using their commissions to pay their employees their raises. Because if you think about it, I don't know how many raises you got at said big box optical, but in the time that I was oh, yeah. there... It would be like you wait a whole year for a 35 cent an hour raise. I'm sorry. Clearly at that point, you need the money more than I do. What is 35 cents an hour going to do for me over the course of a month, much less a year? Meanwhile, <coughs> gas is going through the roof. Uh, food's going through the roof. It That's nothing. So I feel that a lot of these big box opticals have actually started offering the commission in lieu of an annual raise. So for that, I have a problem with that because I'm making okay. you. This is, this is what I think. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I don't, I've never been a work, um, business owner until now mm. um so i am you know just talking out of what i think should be the norm which mm -hmm. i understand is not the norm if i own my own optical place this is how i would do it so based on the one place that we um worked at they paid like one percent commission for this two percent commission for that and they had it all over the place i have worked at places that will give you 10 percent commission okay that yeah i feel that if me as a business owner i'm making 40 50 percent gains per item and th this is not crazy math i'm not pulling numbers out of nowhere if you can go to a store and get a 50 percent discount 
that means that they're making more than 50% gain on that yeah. item. Like, right. that, that's just normal math. So, in a place where I can give a 40% discount, that means my markup or my gains for that item are above 40%, I feel like I should be able to give a 10 or 20% commission to the person that's selling that item for me. Because yeah. if if you give me a let's say 10, 20% commission on an item, guess what? I'm really gonna try to work it and sell more. Because right. now I have an actual number that means something, right? Let's say a 10% commission on a thousand dollar sale. That makes a difference in my paycheck. Right, right. 1% doesn't. No. And so for the the listeners out there, I've worked at more than one big box. And the times I have been offered commission, it's it, it, it's very low. Single digit percentages. Yeah. Um, like, honestly, it's almost offensively low. Yeah. Uh, and and if you want the higher percentage rate, you have to sacrifice quality for your patient, which or need, uh, yeah, or need. And, and that that was another big topic of contention for me is that I feel you're hiring you're hiring people that tend to have little to no experience in optical. Okay. <laughs> So a lot of these big box opticals, um, they will hire you straight off the street with little to no experience and make you an optician or an eyewear person or what, whatever they're calling it, you know, um, and they're usually paying, you know, uh, nothing. Nothing. Uh, (laughs) So I actually looked it up. The average optician pay in 2023 i found a website called payscale.com and the average optician pay in 2023 is $17.08 okay for the amount of work that a lot of these people are expecting of an optician $17.08 i'm here to tell you ain't cutting it um but that's what we're looking at in terms of pay then you want to factor in these one and two percent um commission structures that's really it's not doing anything for your paycheck okay so you've got somebody who needs a job they need a paycheck they've got to support themselves maybe they've got kids at seventeen dollars and eight cents but you're offering them okay well uh if you sell this verilux progressive uh you only get a 1% commission but if you sell this unity progressive you get 4 to 5% commission right except we all know those products have a slew of problems uh maybe some people out there have had great experiences with them but in my experience i've had to remake and restyle them more than any other product I've sold. So now you've got this hungry, starving, $17 an hour, no experience in optical associate that just knows I, associate, make more money in my commission if I sell you, the patient, this crap right here. Now, 
that I have a problem with because ultimately the only person that's suffering through that is going to be your patient. If it works, yep. great. But in my experience, it worked it less often than it did work. So now you've got your, your trying to do well associate. Okay. That is unknowingly selling you crap because the yep. company is specifying where you're going to meet. It should just be a flat commission across the board. You shouldn't yeah. be picking and choosing. Oh, no. okay. Well, if you sell this anti-reflective, you get 1%. But if you sell this anti-reflective, you get 5%. Yeah. No, it, <clears throat> it needs to be more unified and more monitored, right? Like with you saying, okay, I got a 10% commission on the stuff I sell just flat 10%. That makes sense. I don't have any any cause for complaint there yeah. um, because then I feel in terms of the, the salesperson, you're going to get the same level of attention, of expertise, of suggestions yeah. when it's just, hey, you, it's off the top, 10%, this is yours, yep. period, right? Or <clears throat> to what you were saying, um, Actually, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, um, so I think I think there's the right way of doing commission, and then there's the wrong way of doing commission. And listen, because I'm not, a, I haven't been a business owner till now. Mm -hmm. um, there was a lot of things, you know, overheads that I didn't understand, and that's fine. But again, back to the simple math. If you are able to give a 50% discount on a product, then mm -hmm. that tells me that you're making at least 50% gain after your bottom line is done. So, you know what I mean? Yep. And, like, and to that, uh, that same big box optical uh, suddenly... All right. It's, oh, well, we have to price match in order to keep this patient here. Okay. So now you're price matching sometimes 80% discounts, but okay. So now you expect me to sit here and beg this patient to shop here, which for me is tacky. All right. Yeah. You, you don't need to be whipping out all these discounts and and just doing everything you can if that patient says i'm good i don't want to buy anything today that should mm -hmm. be the end of that discussion not yep. 15 or 20 minutes of you going and getting approval for a discount or trying to do homework on how much the place down the street is charging for the same type of product I'm sorry, just let them go. I have other patients that actually want to do business with us today. I don't need to be arguing with the one patient that doesn't want to, right? Right. But if you can manage to allow me to do this much of a discount, obviously I'm not earning any commission on it because I just discounted it or basically gave it away for free. Right. <clears throat> and... At that point, I'm sorry, you guys, I'm still getting over this head cold, so I'm, I'm kind of coffee today. Um, but if if you're able to do all of these discounts miraculously out of thin air, why do I need to be the one to harass this patient? Why do I need to be the one who's not getting paid on commission for the amount of time that I'm now having to sit here and do this when I could have made commission 
in the time that it takes for me to do this discount for this one patient and to hopefully get them to buy from me, <coughs> I could have been helping two or three other patients and actually mm -hmm. getting paid commission on those. Yeah. So my favorite on working non-commission yeah. was the ability to say to the patient, honey, you take your time because I'm not getting paid commission. I get paid the same whether you're buying or not. Yep. Yeah. That and was my favorite line. Yeah. I, I always like to tell people, they're like, I'm sorry, I'm taking so long. I'm like, look, I, I get paid. I, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> paid anyway. I, I get paid to do this job. I'm here. Yeah. Take your time. Right. Okay. Uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to be over here with this other patient that just came out because you are taking forever. And most of the time, those patients would understand that. Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, you're the only person on the floor right now. There's other patients in the back. They're going to come out. Right. Cool. Or, you know, multitask. I was a hardcore multitasker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've helped two, three patients at a time. Yeah. It's, <laughs> really it's actually kind of cool. Sometimes they'll start talking to each other and then they get opinions and then they start looking for each other. It's great. Yeah, yeah, you know, or sometimes like you can rein rein them both in. Be like, "Hey, look, like this person is really <laughs> having a hard time deciding on a frame." Yeah. So I'm just enlisting neutral opinions. So <laughs> can you, patient B, tell us what you think of these frames? Yeah. And you know, then it's engaging. You're networking. Yeah. So you know, for me, uh, I I just feel that if if you feel like you need to pay commissions. And then another thing I have a problem with, I don't think that the employer is necessarily paying a hundred percent of those commissions. I think they get kickbacks that pay those commissions. So a, for you to pay me commissions off somebody that is actually paying you to pay me those commissions, yeah. why am I not getting a raise at the end of the year? Right. I have a problem with that. Well, I mean, there's just, there's just so many things. I mean, there's just so, so many things that go to that. Um, because, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm trying to be nice here. If you own a business mm -hmm. and you are a doctor or an independent person that has an optical plate, whatever. Right. Do yourself a favor. Your bottom line is going to be larger if you either pay your person well, and by well, I mean way above average. Right. Or just do, just do a high percentage commission. I mean, if a jewelry store that I'm not going to name can pay a 7 to 10% commission based on the item sold. Mm -hmm. You can do that too. Yeah. You, you can do it too. And then can we just stop <laughs> having this insane commission structures that are designed for you to not understand your paycheck? That was my biggest problem with the big optical we worked at because it was like, it's this percentage for this and this percentage for that and this percentage for this. By the end of it, you're like, even if I have a spreadsheet telling me exactly what I sold, I can't figure this out. 
Oh yeah. And then they, they expect you to go and figure it out. Like, okay, well you should keep track of your sales. How am I supposed to keep track of my sales when you're pumping patients out every five minutes and I have to see, you know, 30 patients a day because of that. Um, how, how am I supposed to keep, keep track of that? It, it's really, it's quite unreasonable. And when am I supposed to do that? You want me to come home and then try to math out everything that I just did? Like, it's just shady practice to me. Yeah. It, if you, big box optical, can go and buy multiple practices a year, but you can't give your employees a reasonable wage increase, you're doing your business for you. It is not for your patient. It is not for your staff. It is not for your doctors. It's just not. You're doing it for the wrong thing. And, you know, your people are the ones that are paying for that. But this is probably from the same type of businesses that want to tell you that, we're a family here and, and that's just how we do things here. That's, that's just this company's way of doing things. Well, I'm here to tell you it's 2023. You're not my family and I need to get paid <laughs> and I need to get paid well. And, right. you know, to, to have these, these shady commission tactics that don't pay you much or force you to choose which I also don't agree with, you are forcing your staff to choose between giving a patient a good product that costs more but pays the employee less or put them in the crappy product that costs less but pays the commission more. So Mm -hmm. you're forcing this decision on your employee at at, at a whim. They have to make this decision while their patient is sitting right in front of them and it's not right. It Like, I just I have a problem with it. I've always had a problem with it. I think I have more problems with it now, um, you know, because it's it's not fair. Um, and I also, in addition to the commission, I don't think that all of these KPI metrics, those key performance indicators that they throw yeah. in your face every morning, yeah. I don't think those are doing anything to help with that i like kpis i thrive with kpis mm. actually for me you know back when i was in commission and didn't care about my teammates okay let me back up and didn't have a personal relationship with my teammates okay yeah yeah i feel you on that one i would look at the kpis and if i wasn't on top of that kpi board i was like but watch me and to me it was very incentive because i am an overachiever and you know i like to be the best at whatever i'm doing see for me the kpis were always irrelevant all right because no matter which office i was in because i worked at every single office imaginable right my kpis were always in in like the top three all right Mm -hmm. i never had a problem with my kpis uh But for me, to what you were just saying, if your KPIs weren't where you wanted them and you are an employee who maybe lacks some integrity, you're going to suddenly start because you are a a non, you you don't have integrity, but 
right. you have you have this this drive to be known as the best person in what you do. You need that ego, right? Because those two do tend to go hand in hand. You don't have integrity, but you need your ego boost. So this is now a recipe for failure that now yeah. you've got this, this employee and I hate to say it, but if you're hiring people off the street to do a job that don't have experience in this field and you're not paying them more than $15 an hour, you're going to have this staff member probably more than one, but they're going to go out there and they're going to sell everything that they can and everything that that patient doesn't need. I'm sorry, yeah. but your, your minus one prescription does not need a one, six, seven high index. Nope. Just because the one, six, seven is going to pay you a higher percentage or yeah. that your minus nine prescription should not be in polycarbonate, but your polycarbonate has a higher kickback for you. So you're going to yep. put everybody in polycarbonate and yep. you're not going to think about it because at yep. the end of it, you're only thinking about how much of what you're selling is going to improve your paycheck. Yep. And that, that is feast or famine. You're not paying your staff enough money, but you're, you're putting this carrot in front of their face that says, here's a way to make more money because we're too cheap to pay you more money. So you now are going to go and you're going to go to the extreme and do whatever you can to accrue more on your paycheck mm -hmm. because, because you're the average worker now. Yeah. Your average income, your average everything. So you're trying to do whatever you can to break out of that average bubble. And yeah, that, and then the other thing is now that I think negative side of KPIs. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. cause I know you don't like them. So there is negatives to KPIs. I think they're oh, positives, yeah. but I think they're negatives. The negative side of KPI, and this actually happened to me. Um, uh, when I was working at the big box optical, big box optical tells you, we will pay for you to get uh, licensed, <laughs> become a licensed optician. You just mm -hmm. need to get approval from your uh, district manager. Uh, uh, to me. cut, to intercede there, if you're saying that you're going to offer to pay for this, there should be no approval needed. It should just be, where do I go to sign up? Yeah. That, it, that's where it should stop. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> So I had the best KPIs, um, or at least in the best two in my office, two or mm -hmm. three, maybe, if I was having an office month. So in my head, I'm doing good, right? So in my head, I either need a promotion or, you know, my, I don't know, uh, a raise, or as at the minimum, I need to be able to take advantage of the licensure that they offer, right? Right. Well, my year came around, and like you, I had one of those, you know, little sit down. It's been a year. Let's talk about it. You're getting a 30, 30 cent re uh, increase, and I'm like. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, okay, so yeah. I bust butt more than everybody else in this store. Mm -hmm. I'm top three out of, because that office had like eight salespersons, people. Um, but I'm only worth a 30 cent 
Okay. Mean, meanwhile, they're recording record profits, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 This store has never made this much money. Okay. Um, so then I'm like, cool. I'm going to go ahead and apply. And I have done over 100 courses uh, of the ones that they offered. So I'm I'm ready to actually get serious and get my license. Okay, well, let me talk to the district manager. District manager says no. You know why district manager said no? Because they don't like you? Because a couple of months before, district manager literally told me on my face, oh, we're not here to help the patient. We're here to help our bottom line. And me, in very much my fashion, because I'm a no-nonsense person, was like, can I record you saying that? (laughs) So he didn't like me anymore. Oh, of course not. Look, sir, sir, madam, person, you put your foot in your mouth. Don't be mad at me because I called you out on that. (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even call you out on it. I was just saying, hey, can I put that on a recording somewhere? Yeah. I'm about to take your job. God. It, it. So for the listeners out there, right, I, I, I've from episode one, I, I've made it very clear. I have a strong distaste for corporate optometry. <laughs> there are plenty of people out there that will swear that, It's not that bad, but I feel like a large majority of those people have drank the Kool-Aid and maybe Uh, a lot of management, they're in management. (laughs) So, you know, for me, I've worked multiple levels of corporate. I've done corporate buying. I've done corporate training. At one point I had to fly to get to work every week. I would fly out of home on Monday and I would fly home on Fridays. And let's talk about the amount of money that that cost because there was a whole team of me doing the exact same thing. We didn't share hotel rooms. We all had our own individual hotel rooms. We all had our own individual corporate cards. We all had a daily food limit. Like, okay, uh, I'm going to spend this much on food every day because you told me I can because you don't want to give me a raise. Um, so, you know, at at that point, yeah, I was making great money. You know, I'm over here, no cap on overtime, hourly wage. Uh, when you factor in what my work week looked like, I was usually making somewhere between 30 and $40 an hour. So I'm not going to have any complaints about your, your corporate industry then. Yeah. But what I do have complaints with was that you were forcing me to question my own integrity on a regular basis. And there is no amount of money that you can throw at me that's going to make me suddenly become your puppet. If I ask a question, it's because you're doing shady practices. Mm -hmm. If I ask a question, it's because I'm holding you accountable. And therefore, I am the problem. Because I am now asking those questions that you don't have an answer for because you're just doing what you're told. And 
and or you're just doing what you feel like because you have some position of power over me. And for the record, for those people out there, I ended up walking away from that super cush job for that reason. Specifically, I got tired of having to <sighs> kind of fake my way through what this company is really like that, you know, I can't, I have to watch everything I say. I have to be careful what I do because we have to give the image that this company is perfect. And how many times I was pulled off to the side to say, Hey, maybe you shouldn't be acting this way. This is how I act. This is how I got here. Like I got this promotion because this is how I do. This is how I work. And it wasn't a problem then. It shouldn't be a problem now. But now all of a sudden, I'm not this little angel of a person. You know what? Let my numbers speak for themselves. The staff, yeah. I, the staff I was training, they were, they were succeeding. They were doing great. They were performing great. And they were happy. And really, at the end of it, that's all that should matter. Um, yeah. You know, but mm, no, I'm, this isn't the job for me. Thanks. So I went back to my home store where I got paid very little commission and no raise. <laughs> and, and for yeah. real, that, that particular year, they did not give me a raise at all because I chose to walk away from the super cush job that was paying me a ton of money, but kept me away from home, kept me stressed out. You know, I've got these new employees at these new offices that are asking me, you know, what to expect in terms of pay and raises and commission. And I'm having to like delicately walk this fine line or most of the time it made me so uncomfortable. I'd be like, let me go get my manager for you because I don't want to have to be the one to give them some BS answer where it's like, Oh yeah, it's great. The work culture here is so awesome. This is just like my family away from home and you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Oh, you're a licensed optician. They're not going to pay you. They're, they're not. Did you negotiate that into your contract to stay a part of this team? No, you didn't. Okay, well, you'll be out of here soon. Because yeah. those licensed opticians that actually have respect for themselves, they're going to start doing the math on this crappy commission structure and be like, you just took me from making, let's say, $50,000 a year as an LDO mm -hmm. to making $15 an hour like this non-licensed person sitting right beside me, okay, to $15 an hour plus this crappy commission? No. I, I, I got to go. I didn't spend all this time in school for that. But yeah. you just came along and you bought out my practice and now I'm stuck here. <laughs> I had I had an opinion <clears throat> that used to tell uh, people that he didn't get paid commission. And one time I pulled him aside and I was like, bro, but you do get paid commission. And he looked at me in the face and he was like, my commission is so small. It doesn't even change my tax bracket. I mean, at that, <laughs> at that point, is he even really lying? Because <laughs> he's like, so to me, I'm not getting paid commission. I'm yeah. like, you know what? The, you ain't the, wrong. It ain't right. But you're not wrong. The logic is, is sound there. You know, for me, I had people that would ask me that question. Uh, and 
you know, a lot of the times I would tell them no, because that commission is not dictating what I am selling you. I don't sit and think about it. I sit and have a conversation with you just like when we were at our last private practice, right? We did not get paid commission at our last private practice. Matter of fact, that doctor came and asked me at one point if I thought he should offer commission. And this was before you got there. I told him, please don't do that. Please don't. I don't think that we need to do it. I don't think we have enough patience to do it, you know, and (laughs) whatever, you know, that goes to show why I was there for three years and only received one raise. That wasn't even the full amount that I was told I was going to (laughs) get. So, you know, but I I do feel had I said, yeah, let's take that commission. I want to start making some extra money that that would have been even more of an excuse not to do an annual raise. Yeah, because you're making money as you go. Your paycheck is now in your hands. No, no, I work for you. And I want my paycheck to be your responsibility. I want you to take my me. Yeah. He asked me if he if I thought he should go to commission at one point. Was that before or after I left? I don't know. Hmm. I'm curious now because I feel like if it was in the time I was there, that would have been an us discussion because he knows right. that. I think I feel like we would have, if he would have asked me, I would have talked to you about it. Yeah. So I feel like that, there. <laughs> that would have been yeah. one of those redundant conversations. Can you what you just said? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 no. So he asked me and I don't remember exactly when he asked me and my answer was basically what I'm saying here now. It's like, sure, I think you should do commissions, but if you're going to offer commission, you need to offer a large commission, not yeah. pennies on the dollar, something no. that's going to actually make a difference. Um, and he's like, well, what are you thinking? And I was like, well, if it's anything lower than 10%, I don't think it's even a topic of discussion. And he did a, well, our our gain margins are not that large. And I was like, okay, I think the answer is no. Yeah. So <laughs> don't I talk mean, to me about your gain margin when I'm the one doing all your accounting. Yeah, we're we're doing all of we, we know how much we're marking up all of our stuff on. Like the I lens- know how much you get ma- paid. Yeah. The only thing that I would ever do in terms of what we were charging, because I was the one that would go in and put those prices into the computer so that when we would sell things, we're not having to do it. So the only thing I ever did was say, hmm, how how much you want to mark this up? Two times, three times, 12 times? I, I don't know. I mean, there were some things that were on the floor. We easily had a 400% markup on. Easily. Uh, you know, and then there were other things that we only had like barely a two time markup on, but the profits were there, you know, they were very clearly there a 10% off the top of that. When you're giving multi pair discounts, we know if I ever open up my own optical, I think I'm going to be like a, here's your first pair. You get a 30% discount on the second pair. And then that would still give me a 10% that I could cut to 
my staff or put that 20% difference because, you know, the, the buy one, get one 50% off. That's a huge savings, right? Um, but start maybe reprioritizing some of that and giving some of that back to your staff, man. You know, like you need to start investing in your staff and you need you know to what actually get me what? What gets me is, and not just private practice, but large practice. Mm -hmm. Because you're not going to give me a raise every year. Mm -hmm. But then I'm going to see you on a magazine or on TV or whatever. Yeah. Giving away fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars to some charity, which, listen, I'm all about charities. <laughs> That's a tax write-off. Right. Right. I'm all about charities. I'm all about, I mean, can, I did a whole I be, episode. Can I be your charity? Thing. <laughs> but what a slap on the face Yeah. to your staff saying, I had this extra $20,000, but I can't give you a raise. I, I think that the, the choice of words here are more like, I won't give you a raise. You can do whatever you want. I've I've witnessed you just give things away to patients. And and I'm talking in general, right? Yeah. How many patients have come in and thrown some massive fit and then get a refund and they can keep their glasses on their face? Yeah. Um, or how many times you've told me, just give it to them. It's just not worth it. But I'm over here like a person of principle where I'm like, you are yeah. conditioning people to act a fool. In your practice and not even that not even that they get to have it for free after throwing this big huge fit but i have to pay for my glasses yeah riddle me that yeah yeah so you uh, understand. or you pay for your glasses and apparently you pay for them and you buy too many pairs a year and somebody feels some type of way about that like what Meanwhile, you've got other employees that are walking out the door, quitting their job and leaving a balance on your books, like hundreds of dollars. You know, I'm sorry. When it comes to things like that, there's just bad business. And yep. I feel that whether you're a private practice or you're corporate, there is still a very large percentage of boomers in the work field that have this super toxic the customer is always right logic. And no, they're not. This is healthcare. You know, you're, you don't understand how your eyes I work. I think that is the point, though, is let's stop acting like we're a retail store. Oh, and yeah. Go back to being healthcare and doing what's right. Now, yeah. Mm Let's do what's right for the patient. Now, I also have to say, not all healthcare takes care of you, but that's a whole different topic, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't get me started on that because I can go for days. But the idea that we, oh, we're healthcare when it's convenient, and then, oh, we're retail. We have to look at our KPIs. Uh-uh. You have to choose. You have yeah. to choose. It's a medical device that you're putting on people's faces. It should not be about retail. I think 
and and that's that's also kind of where I was kind of feeling this way about commission in optical. I'm not saying commission in a jewelry store doesn't make sense or that commission in uh literally any other retail environment, right? My first job, I worked at Medieval Times, okay? <laughs> I worked at Medieval Times at 16. I got paid hourly and back then it was like $6 an hour. I got paid hourly plus commission. Straight up, I am of a hustler mindset at 16. You're telling me I can make all the money I want in commission. I was making more money a month at 16 than my mom. All right. It, it because there's no in, in that environment, there wasn't anything that was making me say this isn't right because right. it is completely sales based. I am selling you stuff you don't need, but you're here to buy it because you want it because yep. capitalism, right? Yep. Materialism is a thing. So I actually quit my jewelry job. Mm -hmm. Jewelry. Okay. Mm -hmm. Jewelry. I quit my jewelry job because of a moral base. And it's so funny because you, between just you and me, this chick right here, you would think does not question her morals when it comes to a paycheck like that. But looking back when I was doing this episode, I was like, I've questioned this for many, many years. I yeah. have questioned this. And like, you know what? Can you elaborate on that for the jewelry aspect of it? Because I feel that that would be something that some people <laughs> might be like, how can you question morality with jewelry? Except jewelry for the people out there of the world that don't know. Jewelry can come from some very sketchy places on Earth. So that okay. wasn't even it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Um, no. So my biggest problem morally was, you know, we had our own credit card. And we were to push this said credit card. You know, like most retailers have their own credit card. Whatever. Not a big deal there. Sure. I had a problem when the 18 year old because i lived in a nope i already know where you're <laughs> going with this and no but go ahead go ahead I, I lived in a military heavy area i had a problem with that 18 year old guy come in mm -hmm. and he did not have money mm -hmm. for nothing but he wanted to buy his little girlfriend a promise ring so whenever he came back from basic training they could get married <laughs> i'm sorry i find I promise rings have, funny i have oh, mine yeah, from i have mine from my 18 year old army boyfriend that never came <laughs> home so i wear this as a constant daily reminder of broken promises and yeah. i will never not wear this but anyways go ahead <laughs> um I, as a mother of four, would be the one saying, honey, you get her an engagement ring? Mm -hmm. Or when you come back and you actually have something to give, mm -hmm. you gave her an engagement ring. 
Right. I'm not gonna get you to open a credit card at 18 years old. No. Nope. Head it to basic training. Yeah. Because you want to have a promise ring. If you're serious about this relationship, get an engagement ring that you can afford. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to put on a credit card because the last thing you need is to start your life married at 18 in the military with debt. Yep. So I'm guessing somewhere along the line, somebody gave you crap because you weren't, you weren't just pushing the credit card every chance you got. (laughs) Yeah. So I think, um, and this is towards closing all of this. Yeah. I think one of the biggest things is, um, and someone that I knew a while back, um, said something to me. He had his own business. Okay. He only had two employees. He did okay for himself. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him about marketing and, you know, trying to help him grow his business and stuff. And he looked at me and he said, Lucia, the reason why you and I will never be gazillionaires like Trump is because we have a moral compass. Yeah. And I was like, that's sad. It is sad. It's like, he's like, I could do all the marketing that you're telling me and it's great. And I could do all these things, but if I wanted to make it big and, and I mean, he did okay, but he was like, if I wanted to make it big, all I had to do was step all over my competition's name and yep. they would be out of work and I would have all their work and I would, I would make, I would have a big business. He's mm-hmm. like, I will never do that. No, I've actually thought, okay, like with my frame line, right. Eventually it'll get big enough where hopefully I can sell it off to, you know, one of these big frame manufacturers that say that it's still independent. Although I don't understand how you're independent when somebody else is making your stuff and you have very little to do with it, but that's, that's a thing. Uh, and recently I was having this conversation with someone and I was like, I, I don't think that I would want to do that. Because at that point, I cannot say I'm doing this on my own. I can't say that I'm independent. And I don't want to know that my my product and something that I've literally put my blood, sweat, and tears into, so many tears, is just, you know, crazy high markup for the people that actually want my stuff. And now it went from being like, oh, okay, well, let me talk to the owner the person that designed this for me yeah. and find something that's in my budget and have this built for me. And yeah. now all of a sudden it's something astronomically overpriced and probably the quality isn't going to be as good because now it's being mass produced. Right. Um, and, and so like, I support that. Like, I feel like if you're going to start off as a small business and you're going to say that you're invested in your people and you're invested in your patients and, and all you want to focus on is how big you can get and how many people do I need to hire for very little money in order to get there? That this is about you, man. This isn't about this isn't about anybody else. And stop acting like it is. It it's yeah. distasteful. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's I just I can't, man. So you know what? Good for whoever that was. I feel like this might be somebody I actually do know in your world, but it's my, it's not. It's oh, not. okay. Okay, he's, he's passed away now. Oh, that's sad. 
Well, at least you guys had a good conversation about that. So he get like kind he, of put that little bug wonderful. in your ear. Aww. He was a wonderful person. That's good. Uh, I have found like a lot of uh, small independent owned businesses now that are employee owned. I don't know if you've heard about that, but like the all of the employees have says in how the business structure is, what their wage structure is going to be. And like they sit down and they have a democracy about where they what what direction they're heading into for the next year and uh, okay, here's our profits. How much of this needs to go to X, Y, and Z? And you know what? I feel like with this big giant corporate world that we're in, and there's so many people, I mean, if you think about it, it's almost unavoidable to get into the work industry these days without stepping foot into a corporate business. So for those small, yeah. tiny practices or small independently owned shops, not even optical related. If you're really invested in your people and you're not operating like that, then maybe you should look into something like that. If I end up growing, I want to operate like that. Let's right. chat. Let's check in with my people. How are you feeling? How are you doing? What do you need? Uh, uh, is this not enough? Okay, well then let's try to figure out something different. Um, yeah. You know, so yeah. Now in my closing of this, with the commissions, with the big box opticals, uh, and somebody who at their start had no experience in this industry, right? For anybody that is out there listening, I do think that getting your start in corporate optometry is one of the best ways to get a foothold in this industry, but that if you want to be taken seriously from there, you're going to have to branch out. You're going to have to... <clears throat> go and get those certifications and and you're gonna have to plan to leave that place or you're going to drown there um and in terms of the commissions they're not going to be what they're trying to tell you they are because most employers these days will be like you can make from x to x in in commissions every week and now like actually while i was doing my stuff today I saw an article that said you can make anywhere from $500 to $2,000 a month in commissions. That is a huge gap. I'm sorry. No way. But on the surface, I can look at that and say this is straight up baloney. Like, yeah. it, and if you, the listeners out there of the world, I don't care if you work in optometry or not, but if you're out there, you're job seeking or, you know, somebody's offering you a promotion and they're using this kind of lingo you need to really pay attention to that. It's impossible. Impossible. No There's no way you're going to go from $500 to $2,000. Do you ever leave your job? Like, <laughs> do you have a life? How are you doing this? Well, okay. I, I have to say, I have to say, mm -hmm. when you worked at, like, the jewelry store, right? right? Mm -hmm. if, if I'm selling a Pandora... Which is, you know, silver, good quality, but silver. Mm -hmm. um, that is not going to give you the same commission than if you sell a diamond or a Rolex right. or a oh. Hamilton. You know, like, yeah, you could make 500 bucks in commission in one month or $2,000, depending on what you sell. But it. 
It's a huge it. difference. Yeah. It, like, uh, I feel like if you are exclusively dealing in one of these two options, like you're talking Pandora versus diamonds, right? If you only exclusively work with diamonds, sure. But for the average worker who has to have their hand in multiple pots because that's what's expected of you now, it's yep. not possible. It's not possible. And uh, I have fallen into that trap where I'm going into new opticals and then they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, most of our employees can range, you know, $800 a month in commission. No, 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 they cannot. Not with the way that you've got this structured, because for me, I sell the best of the best because that's what you need. Um and the best of the best can vary from one patient to another. Okay. This yes. is the best option for you. For you. This is my patient. The, yeah, yeah. This is the best thing for you. Anyways. So obviously you guys, uh, we both have some strong feelings about commissions <laughs> and how we have strong feelings about a lot of things. We really do. And this is why we're unhinged. <laughs> I don't have anybody that, that has to come behind me now and tell me that I need to shut up and I can't share these opinions. Well, now everybody else gets to listen to my opinions because I shut up for long enough. Um, so, yeah, uh, if you, listener, have any thoughts on this, and I did put a poll up on our podcast Facebook today okay. uh, asking... Do you feel like you prefer hourly only? Do you prefer hourly plus commission? So I'm really curious to see how that feedback turns out. Um, but listen to this. Really listen to it. Okay. This is your paycheck that we are discussing. Not ours. We're not in optical anymore. So nope. really think about it. If you feel like you are like. And just, you can't pay me enough to send me back. No. <laughs> Uh, if you feel like your paychecks aren't where you want them, but you're busting your butt to get them that way, then maybe it's time for you to look into some certifications. Um, so yeah, as usual, if you heard any disinformation, uh, send us an email, opticians, unhinged podcast at Gmail, um, like follow, subscribe, tell other people about us. There's plenty of opticians out there that I think maybe, just listening to us rant about the things that they can't rant about might make them feel a yeah. little bit better, you know? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, as usual, thanks for coming back and listening to us rant and we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>